Tonight I just want to talk about something which I feel that I got from the Nesiva Shalom, which is endless, endless, every page, wherever you go. The Ur is unbelievable. And I want to talk about sin. Sin happens. And it's a part of life. What happens though very often is when somebody sins, they feel all alone. They feel embarrassed. They don't have anybody to talk to. They feel wrong and bad. And they could feel very, very lost. Because in our Chinuch system, as far as I know, we teach Musr, we teach you how not to sin, we teach Chasidus, we teach you how to live, but we don't give practical tools. Okay, but what do you do when you sin? And that's where the Yitzhahara, I believe, has the most fun. Like Rebaran Kalina said, the Yitzhahara cares more about the Yish after sin than the sin itself. The sin itself is five minutes. The Yish afterwards can knock you out for a month. And all of the Ruchnis can be in Dered. Your Shachros is not what it was. Your Mincha is not what it was. Your Marev, everything is low. Why? Because of the Atzvos and the Yish that comes after the sin. So he gets you to sin. He makes you stumble. Right? And then he gets even more. He gets a free month, a free week of feeling bad, feeling down. And that's all Atzasi Sahara. And the Siva Shalom says something. And he teaches us how to deal with sin. And I, I don't know others far, really. Maybe they're out there. I've never come across a Sefer that deals with sin as much as the Nesiva Shalom. Every page is how to deal when you sin. Unbelievable. In fact, I once gave a shir. It was one of the best shtiklach. Amr Abikiva Ashrechem Yisrael. One of the fire dikish shtiklach of the Nesiva Shalom. Such chizuk. And I got up at a, a, a hotel where my family was together. And I gave a speech for my family, about 50, 60 people. And one of the people of my family got upset. He said, my son is 13 years old. I don't want him to hear this. What do you do when you sin? They're still in denial. Like the, He's never going to sin. The Chinuch system doesn't want to talk about sin. You should think like it's not an option, then it won't happen. Oh, he knows it's an option. So then, uh, it's a problem. If you know what to do after you sin, maybe you're going to sin more. It doesn't work like that. If you know what, what to do after sin, you don't sin more because you get stronger and you don't go through depression and feeling rachok from Hashem and all those things that are not true that the Yitzhahara puts in your head. I'm a loser. I'm a nobody. Why don't we daven Shemayn like Reb Chaim Kanievsky tonight? Why don't we daven the way, forget about him, the, our best, like by Yom Kippur at night. Why is Yom Kippur at night the best Marav? Because we feel holy, we feel close. But we're holy and close a whole year. We're just as holy and close a whole year. So the Yitzhahara convinces us that because you have a problem, therefore Hashem doesn't want you. And with that, it knocks down our whole level of Ruchnius. By the end of the year, so you have these Averis sprinkled throughout the year, but the whole level of your Ruchnius is much lower than it would have been. So he hits you two times. The first time he hits you was with the sin. But the sin you could do tshuva for. But the, the rest of the year that you're just, eh, I'm not that kind of guy, I'm not so serious, I don't have to learn so much, I'm not a tzaddik, I'm a regular guy, he, he kills your whole life. Why are you wasting four hours? I'm not a tzaddik, so I could just bowl around, you know, schmooze and stuff, watch stuff, whatever it is. Because I'm not a tzaddik. Well, why, who said you're not a tzaddik? He brings down, he just hit me now. After Adam Mechava sinned, he said, Ayaka, Hashem said, where are you? So they said, that we hid ourselves because we're naked. And the Torah says, 
Ki erem ata. Who told you you're naked? Says in the Siva Shalom. After we sin, we run away from Hashem. We run away. Going to shul right now? No, it's not for me. We, we feel embarrassed. And Hashem says, who told you? Who told you to be embarrassed? Why are you embarrassed? I feel I'm naked. I feel I'm arum. I feel I'm a, I'm a low, low Jew. I have no mitzvahs. I have no tire. I'm so embarrassed. Who told you that you're, you're naked? Go to shul. He says in a different place. Pashib Shad is, don't consider yourself a Russia. Says the Nesiva Shalom. Even if you're a Russia, even if you think you're the worst guy in the world, don't be alone. Come to Shul, come to Davin, come to Fabrengen. You say, oh, the Rebbe is speaking, that's not for me, it's too, too holy. Even if you're a Russia, don't be all alone. Don't say it's not for you. Join the Klal. The Kayach Hatzibur, he talks about all the time, that can pull somebody out much stronger from the Shal Tachtas that you can't pull yourself out. The Kayach Hatzibur is there. So don't be alone. Some people, they disconnect. I'm not going to Shul. You're going to the Shabbos Agodla Joshua, the Shabbos Chuba Joshua. I'm, I'm too cold for that. That's not for me. It's a big mistake. After you sin, you need it more. Another beautiful thing he says, it just comes to mind, that he talks about the Russia by the, by the four Banim, the Arba Banim, the one who's acting like a Russia. And, 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 and we give him such a rough answer. Ilu hayyashamli hayyinigal. Why are you getting so rough with him? So he says, no, you're misunderstanding. We were all Rishayim in Mitzrayim. We were all Rishayim. We were all Ayvdi Avaydazar Mehmetashayitam. But what happened was, we wanted to get out of there. The problem with the Rashi, he says, is not the Rishos, it's not the Averis. Hashem could handle Averis. The problem with the Rashi is his attitude. Ma Avaydazayis Lachem. Everybody's going to a shear, and he says, where are you guys going? What do you mean, you guys? Come with us. Nah, it's not for me. You're going to Maran, Tzvah, you're going on a trip, you're going to Tzadikim. Where, where are you guys going? What do you mean, where are you guys going? You're one of us. No, it's not for me. Lefisha hoisi atzmi menaklau, kafar be'ikr. By taking himself out of the tzibur, out of the klau, and not joining and saying, where are you guys going? What are you guys? Come with us. Lefisha hoitzi atzmi menaklau, kafar be'ikr. Parshib Shad is, he's kafir, he's like an atheist, doesn't believe in Hashem. He says, no, of course he believes in Hashem. He was kafar be'ikr, and the ikr thing that you need to know, and the main thing to know is that you are always welcome. Fishahoitzi atzmi menaklau, that's his problem. Sin, but be part of the tzibur. Deal with your sins. Tshuva, there's ways of dealing with it. Don't be hoitzi atzmi menaklau. Come to the shir. Come to the fabrengen. Come and, and, and be nisayr. Why aren't you there? Because you don't think you belong there. That's your problem. Ilu hayasham with that attitude, lai hayanigo. Because the problem is not the sin, the problem is your attitude. That Hashem would have said, okay, everybody, we're going to the promised land, we're getting out of here, and the Russia's attitude would have been, no, not me. You don't want me. Imagine Mashiach comes, parks his white chamar, Elio Anavi parks the white donkey, probably get towed in Manhattan on Fifth Avenue, goes up Friday night to a club. And there's Nebuch from kids there that were from, that are temporarily not from, and they're partying with all the Averis in the world. And they see a guy with 
I don't know how he'll dress. I assume the white robes, and um, and they're going to say, "Who are you?" They say, "I'm Elio Anavi. I came to take you. Mashiach is here." What are they going to say? Eh, looking for us? Go to 770. You go to Williamsburg. Go to Borough Park. You're not looking for us over here in the club. Hashem's not interested in us. That's the problem of the sin. The sin problem is not just the effect and all the stuff. The sin problem is it makes us think that Hashem doesn't want us. And that makes much more problems. And another place that Siva Shalom says, I just remembered. He says, you could do tshuva on Yom Kippur for all the Averis in the world. But how do you do tshuva for the wasted time and the low level of Rukhni is in between the Averis? There's no tshuva for that. So you can go ahead, you have a business, and you make money and you lose money. By the end of the year, you made $10 million, you lost $9 million, you have a million dollars. But imagine if you lose money and you give up, so you don't go out for sales, then you have nothing. The Averis should not stop you from doing a mitzvah in the highest order. I, what's going to be? You're right. Yom Kippur is going to come. Hashem is going to wash it away. Hashem knew we're going to sin, needed to give us a spiritual car wash once a year, and He's willing to do it if we have the right attitude. Leave it for then. But you'll come to Hashem with 10 Averis, 100 Averis, 200 Averis. He'll wipe it off the books and you'll have all your mitzvahs. But if you fall for this stupid Yetzirah, then, not, then even after all of the Averis are knocked off your cheshben, who is all the mitzvahs? And Vosfara mitzvah, and why so low? And so, because sin makes us feel Hashem doesn't want us. And Siva Shalom says, in a different place, from the Lechavitcha, I believe, so this is going back hundreds of years. Yehudi, Achare she'ovar, Avera hachamura b'yoyser. You could use your imagination. Please don't. Don't use your imagination. Makam hamachshava shamhu adam. So if you imagine it, you're there. Ayid just finishes Avera hachamura b'yoyser. He's not holding back. The worst chamur dek Avera. And he's not ready and he's not ready to stand before Hashem and Davin. He has not tread over the threshold of understanding Judaism. You're not even in the building. So you say, what do you mean? Just did Averich You're on the way out and you say, Oy vey, it's min chashkia. Say, I, don't, I can't Davin now. I can't Davin now. Why? Can't I can't? Why can't you daven now? Your father's waiting for you. He doesn't want to hear from me. That's the mistake. You finish Avera Chamur B'Yoyser, and then all of a sudden, Atzenter. We need you for Atzenter. I can't. I don't want to spoil your minion. If you knew what I did, I don't want to spoil your minion. You didn't tread over the threshold of understanding Yiddishkeit that Hashem is waiting for you right there as you are. Another Nesiva Shalom, he brings down a Rosh Hashanah. Beautiful. He says, how do you go into Rosh Hashanah and, and you forget about the Ovar, you only think about the Asid, you only think about being Mamach the Ebishter, as you come in Rosh Hashanah in white or however you dress, and you and God. He said, but you know what you did? How do you forget about that? He gives an example to a soldier. And they gave him a very big covet and they told him, that you're going to go out 
far away, because the king is coming to our city, you're going to be the first one to greet him. You're going to go out five miles and you're going to wait for the king to come. He's waiting outside for the king to come. And the king doesn't come. And it's 125 degrees outside and he's melting, he's schwitzing, he's melting, doesn't know what to do. He sees right next to this place is a pond, a little lake, some water. So he thinks to himself, you know what I'm going to do? I've got to refresh myself. Takes off all his clothing, doesn't have a bathing suit on him, jumps inside and right there. King comes with all of his entourage. 1,000 soldiers and chariots and everything, and he stops at the place where the Chayel of this city, this soldier, is supposed to greet him. The soldier is in the water, like up to here, and he's like, what do I do? What do I do? Listen to what he thinks. The king suddenly appears, and he's been what should I do? Should I go, <gasps> And wait till he leaves. Or I stand before him as I am. And he was machlit Such a thing, such an opportunity to go ahead and to stand before the king of Imakabalim. I can't give it up. So he gets out of the water, stands in front of the king, tripping wet. Now, the king was smart. And he thought to himself, this guy had a choice. He chose to embarrass himself because of his love and admiration and respect for me. He could have swam away. Rosh Hashanah, he could have gone to Colombia, where never so many kids go. He could have ran away from shul. He didn't want to stand in front of me naked, he thinks he's the worst guy in the world, and he chose to stand before me like that? So he realized, he gave him a medal of honor. I wonder where he pinned it. It was a chain probably. Right? Piercing, right? I told him to put some clothes on. Kemoichein says the Nesiv Shalom Ish Yehudi Kishabam Ayam Maktoshim when the holy days come Umoitzem Oisai Kishu Arim Varatiloi Mikol and they find he finds himself he has no nothing he's naked from schusim from mitzvahs from 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 dargus zet hafkidoi this is your purpose lahargish chayvus hayoyim to feel the chayv of the day ulehisyatze befanav izbarach kemoishahu and to stand before Hashem. Even though, in spite of the fact that you're naked, and you hope for Rachmanus from Hashem, mercy, she is that you will be accepted by Hava. That's what he says for Shoshani and Kippur. It's Negea every day. You say, How can I go daven to Hashem? He doesn't want me. He does want you. And the harder it is for you to daven because you feel so far away, the more he appreciates you. So it comes out, it's the exact opposite comes Rosh Hashanah, which is the day that we're Mamlech HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and everybody comes to Shul. The Malachim say, wow, let's get the dais. All the tzaddikim, all the rabbis, all the Lamed Vav tzaddikim, they all fill up the dais. Hashem is so proud to see them. Vaiter, all the Yidin come, the Kaihanim, the Levim, the Yisraelim, right? And then all of a sudden, there's, there's a bunch of guys that struggle with Hashem. 
a whole year. A whole year they're, they're struggling, they're doing what Hashem said, don't do. Like I once saw a big billboard, it said, which part of thou, of thou shalt not did you not understand? Right? How is this difficult? Thou shalt not. It's very... And these guys are in a war with Hashem because they're constantly going against what He wants. They feel rachak and they come in. Who is Hashem more happy to see? The tzaddikim or them? Says the Nesiva Shalom, I'll give you a mashal. When Trump became president, when Trump became president, who was he the most happy to see? Clapping in front of him. Hillary. Yeah, you stand in front of me and you have to never clap like that. My enemies come and they have to stand up for me and they have to show me respect. There's nothing like that. Nothing like that. It says in the Siva Shalom the same way. Hashem is happier the further you are, the more happy is you came for me. It's the same thing by davening. You came to daven. Look who walked in. I know last night what you did. I know that various that you did. And you still came, even though it's not so geschmack for you, I appreciate you even more. Yiddishkeit appreciates struggling people even more. And the Yitzhahara is the one who not only gets us to stumble, but then he goes ahead and he tries to tell us, Hashem doesn't want you. Shuva Yisrael, Ad Hashem Alikecha, I don't understand. Return, O Israel, to Hashem Elekecha because you stumbled. That doesn't make any sense. Return, O Israel, return, O Jew, to Hashem because you sinned. Because you're an idiot. Because you're an ingrate. Because you're a mezidin. And, and why do you want? Because you stumbled, says the Nesiva Shalom. When we sin, it's never be'etzem who we are. If we had a choice to opt out or opt in, how are you going to behave the rest of the year? We would choose only mitzvahs every single Jew. Why? Because we are be'etzem toiv. Etzem muhusoy shel Yaakov toiv. And I'll prove it to you. I did this in Home Sweet Home individually. I even did this once with 30 guys that I gave a shear to. You could say, guys coming to a shear, nah. These were guys that were told, if you go to this guy's shear, you'll get food afterwards from Subsational. They came in with piercings, they came in with no yarmulkes, they were, um, a lot of them were Sephardim, they looked Puerto Rican, they had the nice tans, and they looked scary with all kinds of stuff. And I had to give them a shear. And I got to know them, I got to like them. There's one guy, he's a rapper, professional rapper, he knows how to rap. And I got him to start the beginning each time with a rap about yearning for Hashem. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I said, tell me, I want to hear a rap. So he's rapping bad stuff. I said, you know, everybody wants to get closer to God. Rap about that. And he did. So, I did this on them. And, and don't try this at home. This is not so easy to do. Don't do this with your kids. But this is what I did. True story. All my stories are true. I don't have to make up stories because my stories are so crazy. Why would you make it? You couldn't make this up. So I asked them, imagine, I'm asking all of you, imagine that a paper appears in your hand and then all of a sudden a pen appears in your other hand and it says, sign here and for the rest of the year you will never ever sin. Would you sign or not? And I went around the room of Mechalei Shabbos eating treif, partying, all kinds of stuff. I went around the room and I said, you, 
you, everyone said, sure, sure, of course, yeah, sure. One guy says, no. So why? Because then I don't get schar. If there's no challenge to overcome, I don't get schar. Okay? You, you, they all said yes. I said, you know what you just did? You just proved to Hashem. You just proved to the angels, the Pamari Shamala, but most of all, you proved to yourself who you are. You don't want sin. You know you get nothing from it. You just can't stick to it. I get you. I, nobody can. Ain't tzaddik ba'aretz. But you just prove to yourself you are a tzaddik mamish yisoid oilam mamish holy. You wish in your ruts and you could be a Chaim Kanievsky. If I ask you sign here tomorrow, you switch with him, you're in. So I went back to the guy. I said, and you, you're even holier. Because you're willing to sin just to be able to one time not sin and give more nachas to Hashem. You admit the best life is never to sin. But you're saying, I wouldn't sign because then there's no challenge. I, you're hurting from the challenge and you're suffering. You're willing to do that. So one time you could stand up and win because you know how much value that gives Hashem. You're even a bigger tzaddik. But sign anyway. Don't be such a tzaddik. Take a good deal. At the end of the day, you're a Jew. Take a good deal. These are, these are the openings of our mind that Nesiva Shalom has, the light of the Nesiva Shalom, so practical because when we sin, it's dark. And we have this noise coming in. Hashem doesn't want you. Hashem doesn't like you. You're two-faced. You think he falls for it. All of a sudden, you do this, and then all of a sudden, it's a joke. And then who am I? People say, I don't know who I am. Maybe I'm taking the easy way out. Of course, I, I just say it because I want to be able to do it over again. It's so complicated. He says, no, you need to know this. Shuva Yisrael, Ad Hashem Elekecha. Yes, you can go back. Ad Hashem Elekecha. All the way up. How can it be? You're a sinner. How can you go not stam Shuva Yisrael? No. Ad Hashem Elekecha. You know why? Because every sin is a stumbling block. You never sinned. You got up in the morning and your enemy put a block in front of your step and you tripped over and you fell and you ripped your pants. That's called a shlamazel. That's called someone who was, you stumbled. You stumbled on it. So why do we sin? doesn't change your etzem at all. Zilch. And then there's another piece I want to share with you. When I read this, it was like mind-boggling, life-changing. And, and please, don't take it at face value. Take it home and think about it for the rest of your life. Because I've gone level after level to understand this. The Pasuk says, Hashem doesn't see the iniquities, the sins of Yaakov. He doesn't see the bad. Hashem Elikov Imoi. God is with him. L'chayre Tumua. Doesn't make any sense. Chlum mashva ponem yesh lefonem. Misbarach she'ena mabit oven b'yakov. It says, Kala oimer ha'kadosh baruch hu vatran yivatru chayev. How could you say Hashem doesn't look at your sins? Hashem just doesn't care about your sins? Listen to this so carefully. 
You know why You know why Hashem doesn't look at the sins of His children of Klal Yisrael? Mishum Hashem Even at that moment that you sin, and you fulfill, you fill your taiva. Why do you sin? Because the Yitzhahar is too strong. That's the only reason a Yid sins. If he wasn't too strong, you wouldn't sin. So you're right now at that moment, you're being mamalatavosoy. And you don't have koyach to fight the Yitzhahara that is on fire inside of you, burning inside of you. Gam oz levavoy nikra. Even at that moment, your heart is ripped to shreds. Echani. How am I doing this? How am I going against Hashem? You're doing it. You are doing it. And you can't stop doing it. And even if you think you can, obviously you can't, because you didn't. And at that moment that you're doing the sin, you're thinking, Ay vey, woe is to me. Ah, a new low. How am I doing, what happened to me? How is it possible that I'm doing this? I can't believe what I'm doing. And you're still doing it. Hashem says, This is what you're bringing me? Goes to the guy, the Satan. They say, Look what Yanki just did. Let me see the video. This is what you're bringing me? I see the action. I see he's doing it out there. But I see more than the action. I see deeper. I see somebody in pain saying, I wish I didn't do this. He's crying out to me. He wants me, Hashem says, even more than his friend who's just stopped walking down the street. He's saying, Hashem, I'm so sorry. That's a relationship. If you have a relationship and you're crying out to Hashem, Hashem alikavi mai. So then, because Hashem Anybody teach you that? Anybody ever tell you that when you're sinning and you can't stop, that you should think to yourself, how am I doing Kineged Ratzin Hashem and therefore Lehibet Avon Be'yakov? Doesn't it make sense? Doesn't it make sense? Someone shows a wife a video, her husband's driving past the flower place Erev Shabbos and he's not buying the flowers. She's so angry. But he says, look, the video sees what he's saying. And he's saying, oh, I, I, why am I not doing this? I know it's wrong. Oh, that's very romantic. He's doing the wrong thing, but he's saying expressions of love. I wish I did the right thing. I don't know why I didn't do the wrong thing. I feel so bad. So the next time you sin, instead of listening to Yitzhahara, besides for sinning, and pushing out thoughts of Hashem, because that's what he says, why does he push out thoughts of Hashem? He doesn't want you. He's not here, interested in hearing from you. Adarabba, you say inside, how am I doing this, Kenag and Hashem? And those Averis, Lehibit Avon Biyakiv. Isn't that beautiful? There's thousands or hundreds and hundreds of Divay from him. It doesn't stop. He says that there's two kinds of love that a parent has for a child, is Negev for us. There's a Melech, he's a king, and he has a son that is a ben mutzlach. The son has a lot of atzlach, he's a prince, and he has his own country, and he's making peace treaties, 
and his people are wealthy, and everything is just absolutely wonderful in his little kingdom. The father has so much nachas from him. But there's another bechina of an ace ratzain, of a time of wanting, where a father has mercy on his kid. Kasha yesh lemelech ben mefager. He has a son, a loser, a layitzlach, little. But the king knows If I don't care about taking care of this kid, nobody else can take care of this kid. And it awakens in Ace Ratzin. I gotta help this kid. I gotta help this kid. The more that this child is less worthy, it awakens a greater Esratzayim. So you have children, and you have children that give you nachas, and it's so easy, and it's, ah, he's coming, you know what, let's give him some more money. He's learning in Kail, he needs a clothing, here, nachasut, buy a new thing, go on a vacation, Tati, can I have some money, Tati, we want to give them everything we have and even what we don't have. But there's another Acer outside. When you have a child that's a loser or a child that is losing, I always told the home sweet home boys, home sweet home is not for losers. It's for winners who are not yet winning. So he's not a loser, but they're losing. And they're dysfunctional. And they can't help themselves. And it's ma'oyer and Acer by a tata, by a mama. Because you think to yourself, if I am not going to have mercy on this kid, nobody else is going to. And they're going to tell you, write him off, lock him out, get rid of him, cut your losses. Yiddish mama and Yiddish tata, you don't think like that. You think like Hashem. If I'm not going to help him, who's going to help him? And it's Rachamim and I'll end with this, even though I'd love to go on for 24 hours straight, look over the art site. And we can. And Siva Shalom says that there's a big problem when we try to do tshuva. A person can live a life and do a lot of sin. Comes a time in yeshiva they were called Musr Seder. Comes a time you sit down and you start making a cheshman and nefesh. And the Yitzhar is very nervous. Because if I take stock, I'm going to improve. If I start thinking, you know, how come I waste so much time in the morning? Maybe I should go daven with this minion, with that minion. Maybe I should learn five minutes a day. Maybe I should do something with my life. Maybe I should stop doing that. I notice when I do that, I end up in trouble. Maybe I should stop doing that. Maybe I should put a filter on my phone. Maybe I should go to a shear. Maybe I should have more friends with better people. I'm going to think about my life. And the Eitzahara says, oh boy. He doesn't like when we think. That's why he keeps us tarud umavilbul. He keeps us so busy. We should not have yishevadas. The Siva Shalom rings out in a different place from the Lechavich, I believe. You tell, is the Lechavich or you probably know? That there's nothing like a moment of yishevadas. It's worth more than all the money in the world. Hoin, kol hoin da alma e'nishava le'ish yehudi sh'yoshe b'yishevadas u'vadas m'yushevas. Anybody have Yishev Adas? Gone. Yishev Adas, almost impossible to have. Very few people ever have Yishev Adas. 
relaxation of the mind, he says, is worth more than everything in the world. Because all good things come from Yeshiv Hadas, and all terrible things come from Bilbul Hadas. And he says in a different place, and that's why, more than the Sahara tries to get you to sin, more. I would think he's pretty busy with that. Even more, he is busy to be Koitzes Kanfein, uh, nishmas Yehudi, something like that. He tries to clip our wings, that we can't fly. How? By making us tarud, umavubul, and depressed, and problems, and negativity, and he clips our wings. He says he gets much more from that than all the Averis. Averis you can always do tshuva for, like I said before, but a shvachayid who feels down and depressed, that's the Yitzhahara loves that. We want to at least have a great Marif tonight. Nah, I don't know. This reason, I'm busy, I got to run, I got to check my phone, I got to... Tarud umavulbul, and he lowers the tvisa ruchnis, the grasp of spirituality for all of us. The whole Kalei gets lowered down, and that doesn't come from sin. It comes from the, all the other stuff that he does to us. So the Yitzhahar is very nervous. This guy's going to come... He's going to sit down with some Yishev Adas. He's going to make a Kesh And what's going to happen? He's going to make a few Kabbalah. He's going to get better. So what does Yitzhahara do? What would you do? So he tries to get Tarud and the phone call and it didn't work. He's sitting down. He's going to have 10 minutes now. What does he do? Genius Yitzhahara. The guy is so smart. Melech Zakein Uksil. Melech Zakein but so smart sometimes. For a fool, wow. You know what he does? He doesn't fight you. He joins you. Yeah, you're right. That was terrible what you did. You're such a low life. Ah, he takes the, the, the idea that I'm bad and I have to improve and he piles on how bad you are and he sinks you into the abyss. He doesn't fight you and say, the other Yetzirah says, don't care. But now you're caring. So what does he say? Care so much that you become paralyzed. He comes over, not with his regular motorcycle and his cap. He comes with a long white beard and a strimal. And he says, yeah, Chaim, you're so lost. You're so low. Let's go over all the Averis you did. Ah, how'd you do that? And he spends the whole time sinking you down. And what do you leave with? Nothing. I'm so miserable, I'm so horrible, and I spend the whole time thinking about how you leave the session, gurnished, right? That's the problem of the worst therapy sessions. Only focusing on the rotten and the bad and how hard you leave deflated, depleted, gone. Shivrin halev shel ish yehudi, the hearts, the broken heart of a ish yehudi of a yid, machmas goydel because of tremendous chet, it always has to come from the world of construction. And not from the world of destruction. Because it will bring to Yish to giving up and depression. Itzahara loves that. 
Yeah, let's talk about all the bad you did. And you know how many times, remember how many times he said you're going to be good? He's going to remind you every single one. And why should you even bother? You know you can't get it anyway. And you think Hashem is interested in you trying again? Why don't you, you same Kabbalists of last year, why don't you just photocopy it every year? You never change, you never grow, it's a waste of time, you're a nothing, you're a loser, you're a Baltaiva, you're a Balgaiva. Yetzara tells us what we are. Why? Because he wants us to leave the session with Yush and Atzvus. Says in Nesiva Shalom, even thinking about your matziv and your brokenhearted because of the tremendous sin. What I said before, Nesiva Shalom, not scared to talk about sin. Every page came out, he's talking about sin. He says, another shtickle I just thought of now. He says that um, uh, there's a chesarin of, of something, mach mashiach chesarin kiss. You have to be more careful when there's a chesarin of kiss, of money. Right? See, so kiss also means a cover. He says, when things are covered up, you have to be more careful. He says, a person's brains are covered up. A person's actions people could see. So you have to, of course, watch your actions. But you have to be even more careful in a place where it could be covered over. Because he says there could be people sitting at the table right here. And I'm wondering, I feel bad for these Hasidim, if anybody was in Slonim. The lights were probably off there. Tzadikim over there. Who was he talking to? Me? He was talking to Tzadikim in Slonim at the highest level. And he says you could be sitting even at a tish. And your mind could be in the worst places in the world. You have to be Yaisal Azaris. Because of the Chesarin Kis, you have to watch your Machshavis. It's much harder than your actions. Actions are limited. What could you do? Try to do all the various in the world. Eventually, it's limited. But in Machshava, you could be anywhere and everywhere. Uh, limitless. Unlimited. So that's what he says. Such beautiful words. When you sit down, Shivan Alev Shalish Yehudi, because of Gaid Lachat, Yitakat Zabrachin, make sure it's positive. Positive. I'm going to think about my lowness and I'm going to do something. It could be the littlest thing, but something positive is going to happen. I just thought of another Nesiva Shalom. Brings down Rosh Hashanah. The, we say the we say Mizmashil Mizmashil And he goes through the beginning, the middle, and the end. And he says that the beginning is simcha, is gratitude, is thankful, is happy. The middle is all the depression, all the worries. But then he ends Hashem Alekayilu he says, that's the way every therapy session, he doesn't say therapy session, that's what I'm saying. That's how you have to be. And I, I tell therapists or mentors, this has to be the session. When you start, you say, hang on. Before you tell me all your problems and all your depression, tell me something good. Let's talk some gratitude. What are we happy for? Let's discuss the victories. Let's discuss something positive in your life. Maschil Besimcha umesayim besimcha, and in the middle, and he says that's exactly what tkiya shvarim tura is. He says tkiya stark simcha, in the middle, shvarim tura ayayayay genuchi, right? And at the end, though, tkiya. It's all the ebesh tehelfin that we should be zayicha, that our learning should be a schos for the heiligen asivishalom. Twenty years when I started learning it, he was alive. I had no idea. I never met him. I was learning the sefer. I just was like. Wow, oir, oir, it's lechtig, it's light, it's infusing chizuk and klal Yisrael. Can't believe that I didn't see him. But I asked somebody, 
And he told me, sometimes you meet somebody and it's a letdown. He said, if you met him, this is exactly what he was. Exactly what he was. He was, everybody held of him. He was a chesidah Rebbe, the chesidah were close to him. He was very, very close to Chabad. He was very close to, to, um, to the Svardisha, to, to um, Rav Chacham uh, Yosef. And Rav Shach kept his, on his table, Chasidish Sefer, and he said he's the Masilis Tisharm of our generation. Just to be able to pull that off, to be so beloved by so many different, um, you know what I mean? And everybody. But you don't need that. You look at a 13, 16 year old boy who's connecting to him. You go to people who are Hasidish, Litvish, modern Orthodox, and they're soaking up his words. He's more alive than ever before. And he's mamish, uh, he's, he's a, he's a Heintiger. He's with us. And the way he tells us about Chinuch of Ardar is so relevant. And most of all, the way he teaches us to deal with rebellious children. What do you do? You have a child and you see that they have a Natiya. They're starting to turn away. So what do you do? Most advice from the Goyesh even by Jewish people who were trained by the Goyesh is to say, get hold of the kid. Control him. You're not going out like that. Get control over the kid. Says the Nesiva Shalom, no. We don't control other people. We don't control them. What should you do? Get a hold of yourself. Control yourself. And awaken towards this neshama. Love and mercy without any limit. Even more. It's not unconditional love. It's endless love. And when you do that, the child feels it. This doesn't require the child. This is not punishing the child. You don't interact with the child. It's a voida that as a parent you can do. You can take out a picture of this cute kid at three years old or six years old, eight years old. Again, the only thing that fixes people, that fixes our children is love. Awaken love within yourself is what changes the child, is what makes them stop it. And we see, what do you mean? We caught her with a, with a phone. We caught her with a phone. We caught her with another phone. Another phone. It's like the Tzvardim and Mitzrayim. Every time you take one away, two more pop up. And a family, that came to me. True story. All my stories are true. And they had a Nebuchadnezzar, a young girl, 14-year-old girl, and they caught her with a cell phone. So they did what all normal parents do. They took away the cell phone. They couldn't believe it. A day later, they went through her coat pocket, another cell phone. It's like, how did that happen? We have some parents here still trying to get, which plan do I take six months till you get a phone? Boom, like that. They took it away. Next week, she had another phone, and they saw texts, I love you, baby. You know, basically, I said, you're idiots, because every time you take away a phone, she is getting it from that pimply-faced guy over there that's waiting for her and wants to be made after her because she owes him. You're pushing her away. It's very scary. Really? I should just be love to this child? That's the medicine he says very clearly. Because otherwise you could have explosions and you push them away. And if you look back at the beginning of the spiral, it's not your fault, nobody taught you, but at the first spiral, most people make it worse because they don't do that. And the second part and the third part, and we listen to bad advice about controlling, controlling. It's not communist Russia and we're not Arabs. We don't blow up the infidels. 
And by the way, you know what the kids say? I'd rather you blew me up. My life would be over. Instead, I have to go for years knowing that my parents don't like me, that I'm a disappointment. It's stabbing me every time I see your face. And I see my mommy crying by the Shabbos left for me. What am I, Hitler? Crying over me, crying. I, and they go to these meetings about me. And they have to go to therapy for me. And I'm so terrible. That's a problem. No, we have to show you. We love you. We understand you. Everybody struggles. Normalize them. Normalize them. Their bigger struggles. That that's part of what they were put down here for. Endless love. Don't put a gvul on it. And then Hashem will be zayichet to see that they will come around. They will heal. One of my favorite Nesiva Shalom's in regular Chinuch. I wish you could make a poster of it. Unbelievable. Chinuch Amiti. Real Chinuch. Real parenting. Is not to pressure the child to behave properly. But to bring him that he should want it. After 15 years, family came to me. After 15 years of chinuch, the kid said, I don't want this. You want to pressure him to wear it? You can't pressure him to want it. You want to force him to wear it? You can't force him to want it. The trick, once they don't want it, is to get them to want it. In fact, pressuring them to wear something they don't want pushes them further away from being able to embrace it. Chinuch Amiti is to get them to want what we want through our chinuch systems, through our Shabbos meals, that they should realize, and if they're healthy and they have a good experience, they do realize the beauty of our lives. But once they say, Ich will nicht, I don't want it, at that point, you don't pressure, you don't force, you don't bribe. At that point, you've got to change the rutzen. Because as long as the rutzen is going that way, no matter how much you pull this way, it's like getting up on a train going the wrong direction. You can walk as much as you want the other way. You will end up in the wrong direction. You need to work on rutzen. So true chinach is only to bring them, to bring them to want what we have. If you look down at them, you look at them with a strong face, disgust, I can't look at you, I can't support you, they will not want what we have. Schusse Jagen Leinem.